Thank you so much. Can we just pray? I just have the sense of heart that we just need to push deeper. Just keep on pushing deeper in your heart. We haven't reached a ceiling. We just have an opportunity to push deeper. So, Father, we just say, Father, just have your way in every heart. Father, just have your way in every heart. In every desire in our heart that you have placed there. Those desires that you have placed in our hearts, Father, that we just come and we give it back to you, Father. And we say, Holy Spirit, brood on those dreams. Brood on those desires, Holy Spirit. Give birth to those things of Jesus that's in our hearts. Those calls, those deep calls, those deep call to deep. The deep calling of our spirit to the deep calling of Holy Spirit. That, Father, that in every Every place in our heart, Father. There's just that response, Father. Yes, Lord. Yes to you, Father. Yes to you, Jesus. Do whatever it is that you have for us, Jesus. We say yes. That you be magnified. That you be glorified. That you be king in our lives. That you be king in 24-7. That you be king in this valley. That you be king in Botswana where they are ministering this morning, Lord. That you are king in Botswana. Father, that we just, you are king over the nations. And we pray for the nations that are raging. Father, that the raging, but you are king. And you are seated high in heavenly places. And you are laughing, Father, at the plans of the enemy. Because you know, you know the outcome. And you know, Jesus, that you are king. And you are king, and we just submit and surrender every part of us. And we say, just have your way in us, Lord. Have your way in us, Father. Open our eyes to see you for who you truly are. And every place where there's a blemish or a spot and we not see, let us see clearly. Let us see you clearly, Jesus. Let us just see you clearly. We honor you. We worship you. We exalt your holy name. We lift you up. We lift you up. We lift you up. And we just focus on you. We focus on you. And we just say, thank you, Jesus. 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 And just out of that place that what I had on my heart this morning, what I felt Holy Spirit has put on my heart was an invitation to more. And when Damien was talking about, he said it is actually, that is the desire of God. And he's putting that desire for us to come. So it's not as much as a, an invitation as, this is my desire, please respond to my desire that I have in my heart. And I want to go to Isaiah 6. And I'm reading from the... Um, Passion Translation, and it says here, In the year that King Uzziah died, I clearly saw the Lord. 
So the invitation with this is to clearly see the Lord. And Isaiah's focus was on King Uzziah. And when he died, only then did he see the Lord high and lifted up. And he was seated on his exalted throne, towering, towering high above me. His long flowing robe of splendor spread throughout the temple. And standing above him were the angels of flaming fire, each with six wings. With two wings they covered their faces in reverence. With two wings they covered their feet. And with two wings they flew. And one called out to another one saying, Holy, holy, holy is the Lord God, commander of angel armies. The whole earth is filled with his glory. And in the thunderous voice of the fiery angels caused the foundations of the thresholds to tremble as the cloud of glory filled the temple. Then I stammered and I said, Woe is me. I'm destroyed, doomed as a sinful man, for my words are tainted and I live among a people who talk the same way. But then the angel came and he took the coal from the altar and he with tongues and he touched my lips with it and said, See. The burning coal from the altar has touched your lips. Your guilt is taken away. Your sin is blotted out. Then I heard the Lord say, Whom shall I send to my people? And I spoke up and said, I will be the one. Send me. And it really grabbed my heart. And I thought all of that is going on. And for us to see it, the invitation is perhaps, or the desire on the Father's heart is just shift your focus. Change your position, perhaps. Just look, because he is the Lord, high and lifted up. And if we look away, there was nothing evil about King Uzziah. He was an incredible king, and he was also related to um, the prophet Isaiah. And 700 years before the birth of Jesus, when Isaiah's focus shifted, he saw the king enthroned. So my, the, 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 the desire and the invitation this morning is, what is there that we must shift away from? What is there that we just need to look and see Jesus high and lifted up? And King Uzziah was also the, his incredible, he was the incredible king, as I said. But then in all of that, he became very proudful. And he wanted to do something that he wasn't meant to do. He wanted to go. He went into the temple and he wanted to bring an offering. And the priest said to him, but you can't do that. But he, in rebellion, he went ahead, he did it. And leprosy came out on his forehead instantly. And he ended up banished and on his own. But it was only when he was removed, then Isaiah's focus actually went and he saw Jesus I always get muddled in this. <sighs> anyway. <clears throat> and then standing above him were the angels of flaming fire. And this is what we can see. That is the invitation to what we can see, those angels of flaming fire. Because in that throne room with Jesus seated there and his long robe filling that temple, we are his temple. 
So that robe, that beautiful robe of righteousness and glory is filling us. And we can then see those angels of flaming fire. And they had six wings. And to me, it spoke of humanity. Those wings cover us, cover our humanity. And we can see, just see Jesus. And... And in his fire, we can see him and also cry out, holy, 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 because then we see him. And when Isaiah was overcome with seeing him in the light of that, there was no, 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 move along, stand aside. They brought the coal, they brought that purification onto his lips, and then he could actually speak and say, because then when he, they put the coal on his lips, he could see, and then he could speak, and he could say, here I am, send me. And then the other invitation I felt was, in Isaiah 54, And it starts with, rejoice with singing, you barren one. And the invitation was to rejoice and sing, not for what you don't have, but what you have in him. And he makes the difference. He comes and he brings the change. Shifting from what you don't have to looking at endless possibilities in him. And we have endless possibilities in him. We go, we go back to Isaiah 53, where he says there um, from verse 10, he will talk about, um, and his gaze will be upon his many offspring, and he will prolong his days. And through him, Yahweh's deepest desires will be fully accomplished. After the great anguish of his soul, he will see light and be fully satisfied. By knowing him, the righteous one, my servant will make many to be righteous. Because he, their sin bearer, carried away their sins. So I, Yahweh, will assign him a portion among a great multitude. And he will triumph and divide the spoils of victory with his mighty ones. All because he poured out his lifeblood to death. He was counted among the worst of sinners, yet he carried sin's burden for many and interceded for those who are rebels. And because of that, we can sing and rejoice. Thanks, Ben. Rejoice with singing, you barren one. You have never given birth. Burst into a song of joy and shout. You have never been in labor. For the deserted wife will have many more children than the married one, says Yahweh. So we can declare, increase is coming. Increase is coming. So enlarge your tent and add extensions to your dwelling. Hold nothing back. Make the tent ropes longer and the pegs stronger. You will increase and spread out in every direction. Your sons and daughters will conquer nations and revitalize desolate cities. Do not fear, for your shame is no more. 
in every area where you see barrenness, in every situation where you see barrenness, we can decree and declare increases coming because of Isaiah 53, because we are his offspring, because of his intercession on the cross. We have been birthed into his kingdom. So every place that is barren, every place that is desolate, as you sow into the heavens, you sow your worship, you sow your adoration, you sow your hopeless, whatever it is that you have, you sow it into the heavens. In the barren place, you will see life. And then Isaiah, oh, Isaiah 49 an invitation to stand in agreement with him. Because that's his desire that as sons and daughters that we will stand in agreement with him. And from the end of verse 23, he's saying then, I will never disappoint those who entwine their hearts with mine. That is just so beautiful. I will never disappoint those who entwine their hearts with mine. Because then he asks, who can snatch the prey from the hands of a mighty warrior? Or rescue captives from a conqueror? But Yahweh says, the prey will be freed from the mighty warrior. Captives will be rescued from a conqueror. For I will fight with those who fight with you, and I myself will save your children. So wherever you see anybody, church family, your own family, friends, people around you, where you see captivity, where you see people in bondage, Yahweh says, the prey will be freed from the mighty warrior, and captives will be rescued from the conqueror, because that is what I, Yahweh, says. And he says, my invitation is, my desire in my heart is, stand in agreement with me, sons and daughters. Stand in agreement with me and decree and declare here what I am saying in heaven. And then this. The invitations from um, Revelations 8. And then it says there from verse 3, Then the eighth angel with the golden incense burner came and took his place at the incense altar. He was given a great quantity of incense to offer up, consisting of the prayers of God's holy people. And it is upon the golden altar that is before the throne. Now that golden altar was in the uh, inner court. There was a veil. It was this side of the veil. And when that veil was torn, the altar of incense where we put our prayers were right in front of the throne of God. So there's no ceiling. There's no separation. There's no praying and praying and pushing and I'm hitting my head and I'm trying to push through. It is right in front of the throne. And he's saying there, it's the prayers of God's holy people upon the golden altar that is before the throne. And the smoke of the incense with the prayers of the holy ones billowed up before God from the hand of the angel. 
Then the angel filled the golden incense burner with coals of fire from the altar and hurled it upon the earth, releasing great peals of thunder, voices, lightning flashes, and an earthquake. And his invitation is, my sons and my daughters, come and take your authority. Come and stand and take your authority in the heavens. Come and stand in agreement with what I'm doing and what is happening in heaven. And come and release your decrees, release your declarations. Because the thunder and the voices and the lightning flashes and the earthquakes is our decrees. The thunder is the power of God. Our voices are our worship and our decrees that we say. The lightning is his intervention. In the book of Job, uh, chapter 38-32, he says, Lightning, he covers his hands with the lightning and commands it to strike the mark. So now I've got a vivid imagination. So I see this massive hand with all the lightning bolts and then somebody's prayer goes up and he says, and it strikes the mark. And it is our agreement, our decrees that releases we need to work with him. And it's lightning flashes and an earthquake. And an earthquake is um, his response, his imminent response, his power, the power of God to shake and shift and move those things. And that really is all that I have for this morning because I felt that with the worship that God is inviting us to come into the throne room. And every invitation is to work with him. And I just have, and again, it was with uh, Damien saying that there has to be a response in our hearts. We cannot hear what, it is the, what is the desire on God's heart and not respond. And it's not a respond of rah, 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 I'm stepping forward. It's a response in our hearts that is so saying, God, that is what you are saying. God, I'm nowhere there, but that's where I want to be. God, I'm your daughter, and I'm going to see what is there. I want to see, and I want to step into the more. I want to respond to all that you have for this appointed time in the nations of the world. And I want to stand with you, and I want to stand here, and I want to see there, and then I want to declare and decree it here. And then I want to see those lightning bolts come and do, and sometimes it's not wrath of God that comes down and destroys. It is the love of God that breaks through the darkness and breaks captivity over people. And I just pray, and Anthony, I need to pray over you. I don't know why, but I'm saying, God is saying, and the night is past, it is morning. It is morning. Weeping may endure for a night, but joy comes in the morning. And, Father, we call that force for Anthony, however it looks, Father God, that joy comes in the morning. And we call him, Father, to rise up to the fullness of what you have decreed and declared. And we stand, Father, and say that he can walk. He can walk as the Son of God. And I see that you are walking high, and you have a vision that is seeing things down here. And, Father, we ask, Father, that for that boldness, Father, not a question of, Yes, but um, is it for, no, 
No, Father, you've put an authority inside of him. You've put an authority inside of him to shift things in nations. And we stand with that, Father God. We stand with him, Father, that he will shake and shift nations, Father God. That governments will shift, Father, when he raises his voice in authority, Father, because it is morning and joy comes in the morning. And we decree and we declare joy in the morning, Father. And we just thank you for that, Father. Father, we thank you that for each one of us, Father, you have placed something inside of us that we need to respond to, Father. Whether it's to change the situation, Father, in our own home. Whether it's to change the situation, Father, in our town. Father, whether it's in a municipality. There's people that are called to get involved in their local municipalities. Because when you are there, those things, the corruption in that municipality will be exposed and will be broken. Broken. The power of that will be broken. There are people that you are called to walk into shopping centers and shift that atmosphere so that where there's uh, trafficking going on, it will be exposed. That traffic rings will be broken. And it will shift and it will change. And you will see those, those kids come and be freed. And I just see, uh, uh, Courtney, I see lines and lines of children behind you. As you, wherever you go, that the traffic rings will be broken. Darkness will be broken. Poverty will be broken. And it's like you, um, you are so big. You are so tall. And you're just trying to be caught, little caught. And you are not little Courtney. I call you to rise up. I call you to stand tall and strong and to release everything. Everything that has been placed inside of you because it is for such a time as this that you have been called. And so each and every one, because we listen to a prophetic word to somebody else and we say, yes, I wish that God would say that to me. God is saying it to you. God is calling you. He is speaking to each and every one of you. Each and every one of you have a plan. Every, each and every one of you have a purpose. And rise up and do what is placed inside of your heart to do. Rise up and do what he has called you to do. Let whatever is holding your dream down, let it break in the name of Jesus so that who is, he has made you to be can be released. So we thank you, Father, that you have that for each and every one, Father God, for each and every one. And this morning, Father, just as we are worshiping you and we are focusing on you, Father, we shift, Father, from whatever is our King Uzziah, and we shift and we look at you and we see you, the king, high and lifted up. And Father, where every place, any place that is barren, Father God, we sing and we worship because of all the possibilities, Father God. And we will watch the space to see what you are going to do, Father, with our barrenness, Father God. Because you are going to do the most unbelievable things, Father God. But we keep focusing on the King that is high and lifted up, Father. And Father, where there is captivity, Father, where there is captivity, where there is brokenness, Father God, we agree with you, Father. We stand and we declare freedom, Father God. We decree liberty, Father God. We declare hope. 
We call hope to rise up in every heart again, Father. Hope to rise up because it is Christ in us, the hope of glory. So we call hope to rise up, Father God. We call for the beauty of Christ to be seen in every dark situation, Father God. And where the thunders and the lightning of heaven is happening, Father God, we see as sons of daughters of God, we will take our authority. We will stand there and say, that is what our king is saying. That is where our king is working. And we decree it here, and we speak it here, and we release, Father. We release, Father, what you are saying there in heaven. We release, Father, because heaven is come down to earth in Jesus. And we thank you that we can stand in agreement with that, Father God. We stand in agreement with that, Father God. And we worship you, Father. Our eyes focused on you, Father. Our eyes focused on you, Father. Our eyes focused on you, Father. Can we just worship? And every place where your heart has responded to that, let's just worship. And you just speak to Jesus.